Ultimately, you gotta put the you on YouTube, y'all. You can watch a thousand vlogs, you can watch whoever the best bloggers are, and you can try to imitate them to a T, and it still ain't gonna feel right. You have to find your flow. You have to find your flow, and the only way you can do that is through practicing. So if you've thought about adding vlogging to the way that you're doing your YouTube channels, I'm excited for today's episode of the Think Media Podcast because I have my friend Aaron On Demand as part of our show today. If you're brand new to the show, welcome. My name's Heather Torres and you're listening to the Think Media Podcast. This is the number one podcast where we're helping you build your influence on YouTube and then turn that influence into a high income and a high profit online business. And I wanna encourage you that if today's your first time listening to subscribe so that you can be connected to us because we release a brand new episode every single Tuesday. Well, today I'm kind of changing things up a little bit. You know, we just had our annual conference Grow With Video Live. We had some incredible speakers. And if you wanna get actually more access to them, you can go to 21videotips.com. I'll tell you more about that during today's episode. But we had an incredible speaker, Erin On Demand. Now, Erin On Demand is an entrepreneur. She is someone who is making waves really in the vlogging space when it comes to YouTube. And she did an incredible keynote at Grow With Video Live. You can check out her channel um, over on YouTube. And she's really a businesswoman. I love that she says she's a creator CEO. And really over the last several years, she's grown her vlog to show that transformation, to show how she was able to go from just being a creator who graduated high school, moved back in with her parents to someone who is massively growing a business and a brand. And her knowledge that she brought to the stage at Grow With Video Live, I thought would be really great to share with you here. Now, you know, a lot of people think that vlogging is dead. And we've even done videos on this. And I think the old school way of vlogging is dead. I think that the new school way of doing it, where you're bringing people along for short journeys during the day and really having a system in place is how vlogging can win right now. But let's define quickly what vlogging is. Vlogging is just basically a storytelling aspect, a storytelling way of creating content for your viewers. You can have a vlog channel, which means that every video you're uploading on your channel is this style, or you can actually just incorporate vlogging into how you do your content. And I think that there's a couple of reasons why vlogging is great. One, it builds a great connection with your audience. It helps them to know who you are. It helps them to go behind the scenes with you a little bit more. Um, and it really can help you learn how to show things versus tell things. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that during today's episode with Aaron. But I think it's important for us to just understand kind of the basis, the thesis of what we're talking about today. And that is that vlogging is alive and active if you can do it the right way. In today's episode, we're going to be walking through the five essential ingredients to a good vlog because you shouldn't just grab a camera and press record and not have a plan to go along with it. Now, I want to encourage you that if you've not vlogged before, this can feel like a different way of presenting information. It can kind of actually feel a little bit vulnerable because you're sharing maybe aspects of your life that you don't normally share if you do things like talking head videos like I'm doing right now. But I think that it's great as content creators, as entrepreneurs, for us to pull back the curtain a little bit, to go deeper with our audience and be able to bring them along on the journey. So I'm going to play some clips from Erin's uh, talk that she did from her keynote that she did, and I'm gonna react to him. So you and I are gonna go on this journey together today, together. First thing is reframing how you think of vlogging and not just like something, 
easy or fun to do, which it is, but it does take work too. So you got to say these affirmations. My life is dope because I'm in it. Say it, y'all. My life is dope because I'm in it. I am what makes my content fire, not my possessions. My space does not define who I am. And I will plan my vlogs so that I'm prepared and will show up confidently. Okay, so right away, I love that Erin started with that because she's talking really about the reframing of how we think about vlogging. And, you know, for me specifically, I get nervous a lot of times to vlog because one, I'm like, what do I vlog about? And then two, I'm like, is my life interesting enough? I really am sitting at a desk most days. So is that interesting enough to even create content around? And I love how she even just started with the reframing that my life is dope and that, you know, I know that I can do this and that really it's just going to take prior planning in order for this to be a successful vlog. You know, I think about some of my most successful videos on my homeschool channel are actually just day in the life videos and I planned them out. So even now, as I'm creating content every single week, it's mostly talking head or going live. I'm planning that content. And so the same practices need to go into the vlog style content. So let's get into step number two. So step two is deciding that your end goal or deciding whatever your end goal is for your vlog or your channel. So if you're running this channel about your um, business and you want to recruit more, maybe you show more of the work culture, the team dynamic, behind the scenes stuff of what it's like, your snack pantry or whatever. Like showing, making your workspace seem cool or however you want it to seem. So there can be different goals. Sales. If you want to sell more stuff, you know, maybe you focus on product development, showing and telling how to use your product, not overlooking these types of things. And you guys, it can be folded into other fun things that you do, but these are like the primary things that you would focus on. Um, brand connection. So maybe you focus on some daily to-dos or behind the scenes of getting your business off the ground. So you can have several different goals. You can do all three of these with a vlog channel, but it's just about making sure that the story makes sense. Okay, so one of the things I love that she's sharing is actually incorporating your business or your business goals in your vlog. That was a huge unlock when I was watching this talk as Aaron was giving it at Growth Video Live because I thought, oh, so it doesn't have to be my whole day. It really is just like, what are the goals I'm focused on and what would I want to share with other people? So if I am right now, I'm in a recruitment phase. Think Media is growing. We're trying to bring on editors. We're trying to bring on operations. We're trying to bring on people that can help us grow to the next phase. I could be sharing that in the behind the scenes of what I do in a daily, you know, as a daily YouTuber or as a uh, operator of a business. Like those could be different things. I think it's really important too that she says you want to show these things. And one of the practices as someone who wants to get into vlogging is to remember that you don't have to tell people what you're doing. It's not like you're walking around and you're like, so now I'm going to the post office. So now I'm gonna sit down and have a meeting. It's you just show those things and the storyline comes across. And even there's a pro tip that she has on her slide here. I wanna read it for her audio friends. It says pro tip. Think of each vlog as an episode in a full season. The goal dictates each episode. Even that framing it that way could be a four-part vlog series about maybe a really cool conference that you go to. Or maybe it's a four-part series if you're a real estate agent about the process of 
finding a buyer, selling the house, closing on the house, and you really are bringing your audience behind the scenes with you. Maybe you are a stay-at-home mom who's doing a cooking channel. Maybe it's about going to the grocery store is one vlog. Second is actually doing the cooking and prepping. The third vlog could be you know, how do you handle leftovers? Could you make three recipes out of it? And then the fourth vlog could be how you then incorporate your budgeting into your buying of your groceries. There's so many ways that you can do that. So my uh, question to you, Think Media fam, is what story do you want to tell? How can you line this up with your goals and add it into your vlog formats? I think that's really key. Now let's get into step number three. Okay, number three is to keep a task log. If you find yourself struggling with figuring out what do I actually do in a day, because we're living our lives, you know, you don't think about all the things that you're doing. Um, start with writing every task down you do for a week. I know it sounds kind of tedious, but it works professionally and personally. And then break those large tasks into tiny tasks. So if you have team meeting on there, that's kind of a big task. So you might want to break that down into prepping your meeting agenda, um, reviewing KPIs for the month, or meeting notes, or a recap, or whatever it is that your team meeting um, is. And you could turn that into a whole vlog about a, a team meeting and how you prep for it or whatever, okay? So breaking those big tasks down into small tasks, and then stop trying to reinvent the wheel. This is the thing that's going to like, whew, take a lot of pressure off of you when you're vlogging. Because when I, when I was starting, I would be like, okay, well, I showed myself doing this last time, so now I gotta show something different this time and something different the next time. And you don't have to do that, okay? That's the great thing about vlogging is that, honey, you keep recycling that formula over and over and over again. People are gonna keep watching. In fact, that is what brands you. So when you have repetition, that, is, that creates your brand. So people know, every time I start my vlog, I say, what's up, beautiful people? That's part of the branding now, because I'm, I'm not saying something different every single time. First of all, it takes too much to think about a new intro every single video. So, you know, you have to think about how to make my life easier and knowing that repetition and routine build trust. So if you make a cup of coffee every single morning or if you do whatever you do every single day, if you pray in the morning, if you go and you sit and you, you know, you work out or do yoga, like show those parts because those are the things that people are going to build those connection points off of. Okay, first off, repetition and routine build trust. That's a fire quote right there. That's tweetable from Aaron. Repetition and routine builds trust. And this, man, this is what I struggle with the most when it comes to vlogging. And I'm I'm sure if you're listening to this, this might be the struggle point for you as well to really try and figure out like, what do I include in my vlogs? Yes, you've signed up and you're like, I want to vlog. Two, you're like, hey, how do I actually do this? I don't really even know what I should be including. And that's my main struggle point. And even thinking about, you know, every day I'm pretty much just sitting at a computer running the company. And then some days I'll be live. Most days I'm prepping content or having team meetings. I could be incorporating those things. Even right now, literally I'm sitting here recording this podcast for you. I could have made this a vlog about the entire process of how I prepped this podcast, filming this podcast, having someone that's helping me. So I, you know, even the idea of team uh, versus me as a solo creator, and then what it looks like to publish this podcast. I could have made a vlog 
Now I'm kicking myself for not thinking about this, but I will now thanks to Aaron on demand, but I could have done that. And, you know, I pulled a stat when Aaron was talking about the idea of, um, you know, the idea of repetition and routine builds trust. I was thinking about, you know, as content creators, as business owners, we want to be authentic. We want our customers and our community to trust us. And there was a statistics actually uh, that, that proved this. 88% of consumers say that authenticity is important when deciding what brands and companies that they like to support. And 46% of consumers buy based on trust alone. That's huge. And I think having these types of formats, being a creative creator can allow you to go deeper with your audience, to build more trust. And I think about that often as we're building Think Media as a company. You know, we've got different content creators. It started with Sean and then it was Heather and then it was Omar and then it was Nolan. We're building these different influencers basically, but we we want them to all be trustworthy in the eyes of our consumer. And so maybe pulling back the curtain a little bit more, letting you into our worlds a little bit more of like, how do I do this as a homeschool mom of three who's also running this company in ministry and loves to travel with my family? Like, how could this be part of what you're doing also? Um, Erin also did a really good job with this with her top three journal. And if you actually want more tips like this that we're doing here, we actually have 21 video marketing tips just like this that we've exclusively put together for you, the people in our community, so that you can learn these skills and grow your business through the power of video. So go to 21videotips.com to get access to that. Now, earlier in her talk, Erin talked about her top three journal and how she was incorporating that inside of her vlog. It started with her writing three of her top goals. And because she did that in every single vlog, this is taking it back to that repetition and routine builds trust. She did that every time she was posting a vlog, she was sharing her top three. And then her community started to rally around her and share their top three. And she thought, huh, I wonder if, I, if I'm if i like this and my, my community's like this, and we're all struggling with trying to like write our goals, I should make a product. And she did. She actually made a journal called Your Top Three. And that's generated over $50,000 because she was just being repetitive with the part of her routine that her audience was clued into. And this is exactly what we see with some of the best influencers. Gary Vee does this, you know? It's so cool to be able to watch Gary Vee in his everyday, but here's what he's gonna do. He's gonna be in meetings. He's gonna say something funny. He's gonna be around his team. He's gonna be, you know, encouraging. And he's also gonna be a little abrasive. Like that's why Gary's vlogs always win. He's bringing you along on his process. He's bringing you along with what he's doing. So. I think this is something to take heart in is this idea that as we are creating this type of content, we're overthinking it. We're really overthinking it. Like we could actually just be creating content with the idea of repetition of what we're normally doing in our everyday lives by just writing it down ahead of time and knowing that by doing that, we could be creating content around that. So here's the question for you. What could you do that's just a staple moment in your day? What could you do that's a staple moment in the vlogs that you're creating in whatever the series is that you're doing at the time? All right, let's get into step number four. And then step four is creating a storyline based on the task, okay? So if your task is packaging orders, some of those micro tasks under there might be organizing products, maybe going on to Shopify to fulfill orders, maybe you're packaging the orders, and then you go to the post office to drop them off, okay? If you're vlogging, you have to create a story, okay? So the beginning may be 
It's, it's Monday, you've got orders in over the weekend, but you realize you ran out of packing supplies. So that's kind of the hook. That's the thing that makes your story, makes people pull through your story. So introducing conflict is a good thing, and it doesn't always happen. I don't want you to think that you need to fabricate conflict in your vlogs, but what I do know is that a lot of YouTubers or content creators will omit all of the, the conflict, all of the good, juicy stuff, that you, you just taking it out because you want to seem so perfect. So you have to keep that stuff in. So if you, if you ran out of stuff or if you, you know, whatever happens, like show that and be authentic in that. Um, make it part of your story. The middle, you may go out searching for packing supplies. Maybe you find them, maybe you don't. And you take us through your packaging process. Now, the good part about vlogging, too, is that you can still add those bits. Instead of having one sit-down video about how to package orders, first step, this. Second step, this. You can actually, like, infuse those tips throughout while we're seeing you actually do it. So maybe you give us some value bits about customer service, about packaging, you know, your order, some hacks that you found, the best product the best packing boxes or whatever, okay? And then the end, you successfully drop off the packages at the post office, all right? So this is more of how you take those tasks and actually create a story out of them. So what I think, uh, especially with this tip particularly, is that this is what vloggers that are winning do really well. There is a storyline. And I love that, you know, she wasn't sharing the entire day. She was saying, no, actually, this is the storyline. It's all about the packaging. It's all about getting the orders out. And that is also, uh, you know, subconsciously telling people you have something to sell. Your packaging orders. There's other people that want to buy this. So I think it's really cool that she was, you know, even giving us the context around just a simple task or a simple project, a goal that you're trying to complete and bringing your audience along with that. And, you know, a lot of times vloggers think, oh, or people that are vlogging think, oh, well, I can't do searchable titles. Yes, you can. How to sell things on Shopify is still a searchable title, but the content and how you deliver that to your audience could be in a four-part series all about actually getting those orders to your clients. So I think it's really interesting how she was talking about, and this takes practice. You know, this is simple, but it's not easy. And if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But I think this is a challenge to us to level up as content creators, to level up how we're thinking about delivering and delivering content to our audiences and actually growing a deeper connection with them rather than having every single video be exactly the same and always just thinking about how can I put out more and more and more and really thinking about the connection, really thinking about building a brand, which means that they need a lot of touch points with you, which means that they need to actually be a part of the process. And I think about some of my favorite vloggers that I love to watch, Erin being one of them, is I've been along for the journey with her. And I've been able to see her grow this company, become a CEO and build a team and get a studio and get married and get their house and all these things. And by doing that, it makes me more invested in her. Like I see the cool shirt she's wearing. I don't know if you can see it if you're not watching this on YouTube. But she's got this cool shirt and I'm like, I want to buy that. That's her merch and I'm investing with her and I want to be a part of what she's building. So I think it's really smart to be thinking about how can you simplify it? How can you make it simple? And how then can you deliver the content to your people? All right, let's get into step number five. 
And then plan your vlogs around big events. Um, if you're somebody who actually really does not do anything, <laughs> um, which I highly doubt most of you do, um, plan it around, I highly doubt most of you don't have things to do. Don't make, I, I know y'all ain't loners, y'all. Um, plan it around big events. So photo shoots, if you have a big photo shoot or if you have uh, your first client call or your first client presentation or session, um, if you're shopping for merch supplies, if you have work travel, speaking engagements. In fact, is anybody vlogging today? Okay, okay, yes. This, this is the content, you guys. This is like content heaven. So, you know, if you want to start a vlog and you haven't really known, the story is already baked into this event. Like, you know, take advantage of being out and, and doing things. And sometimes you kind of have to create that, like how we show in the last slide. So what big events do you have? When I think about even my life, this right now, like actually just filming today is more of a big event than most days when I'm sitting in my sweatpants at my computer, planning content or being with my kids, doing homeschool. Like this is an event, me actually putting on makeup, getting here, planning the content, being in front of the camera. Um, but then what are some big events that are happening in your life? Do you have photo shoots? Do you, are you meeting with a client? Do you have a big interview that you're preparing for? Uh, maybe you have a, uh, a channel that's all around around real estate or finance? Is there a, a, new, um, a, a new course you're taking? Or what does that look like in your life that you could be doing? And really, this takes prior planning. There's one thing I've learned from Erin so far, it's that she's not just picking up the camera and pressing record, like I said before. She actually is like making an effort to plan this stuff out. So this means that before you go on that trip, before you get on that call, before you have to go to the post office, that you're planning out what this content is going to be. And if you actually wanna see Erin's video of her experience at Growth Video Live, if you want kind of like that, uh, what would that be like the matrix, right? Like that idea of like, she's talking about it and now you can see what she did. Um, I'll make sure to post that link down in the YouTube description as well in the show notes of the podcast itself. So if you wanna see how she actually incorporates this and does that with the storyline, that was a multi-day event and she made it into one vlog. So you can learn from the expert like Erin to see how you could do that. And actually, I was just studying her video because I have several speaking engagements coming up and I'm thinking, I wanna vlog these. I wanna share this content and I want to share the behind the scenes of what it takes to even make it to some of these types of events. So I think that's a, a really key point. Now let's get into the ending of this section from Erin. Ultimately, you gotta put the you on YouTube, y'all. Um, you have to make sure that uh, you can watch a thousand vlogs, you can watch whoever the best vloggers are, and you can try to imitate them to a T, and it still ain't gonna feel right. You have to find your flow. You have to find your flow, and the only way you can do that is through practicing. So you may have a few dudded vlogs where you just got to tank them things. Or you can actually post those too, you know. Just have to, you just have to believe in yourself and make sure that you're making it unique to yourself. Because once you start doing it for you and doing it in your way and not caring what, you know, however somebody else vlogs, that's when you're going to start seeing your vlogs just pop, okay? Yes, you have to put the you in YouTube. I love that she said that because that really is like why we're creating content on the platform. If you are trying to build a personal brand, if you're trying to attract new clients, new leads, new new people to come into your world, then you've got to put the you in YouTube. People do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And they've got to build that rapport with you in order for them to want to 
give you their dollars, right? They've got to build that rapport with you in order for them to want to invest on a level with you and whatever you're selling at whatever point that is. I don't care if it's a $5 thing or a $5 million thing, you've got to be the you in YouTube. And with this, I love how she said, just experiment. Like what if in the next quarter you create a vlog? What if in the next year you commit to four vlogs? What if you commit to a series in your channel that's all in vlog format? Remember, this is just a format. And at Think Media, we teach you 16 different formats that you could be doing for your videos. This is just one style. And Erin's been able to monetize that style. She's been able to grow an audience with that style. So this is still a viable way to be sharing content. And I wanna just dispel that you don't have to have the perfect kitchen You don't have to have the perfect studio. You don't have to make sure that everything is perfect in order to vlog because we need the you in YouTube. So if you're like me and you still haven't folded your laundry that's sitting on your dresser, that's okay. You can still vlog with that mess around your house. It's still okay. And I'm saying that to you as I'm preaching it to myself because I'm still nervous to take the camera and press record. Well, I hope that you liked this style of content here on the podcast. If you did, let me know in the comments section below on YouTube or let me know in the show notes. And if you haven't yet downloaded the 21 video tips from marketing experts like Alex Ramosi, Patrick Bet David, Aaron On Demand, Vanessa Lau, Shalene Johnson, and more, you can get all of those exclusive tips for you at 21videotips.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye.